Alrighty, Meredith here. It's Thursday morning. I'm headed into work, and I had a really good run this morning. I went out, did 45 minutes. Um, I just didn't, last night, got in kind of late and didn't get my stuff together to go swim, but I ended up taking yesterday as a rest day, so I ran Tuesday, and I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and go out for kind of a, just an easy run today, and it was great. It was one of those runs where you just want to keep running, which is rare. Um, but I was feeling really good. The weather was great. It was about 60 degrees, I think. And, uh, just really nice. I was listening to a podcast that I was really interested in. So I was just, man, I feel like I can just keep going. So I just continue to be amazed at how good I'm feeling after the marathon and to want to be running after the marathon and keep running. Sometimes after things like that, you're like, I never want to run again, but, uh, just really pleased with how all that's going. Um, uh, last night, we went over to some friend's house in our neighborhood and had uh, dinner, had burgers. I had a turkey burger with a slice of tomato and a red onion on it. And it was so good. It was perfect. So I had that and uh, just felt really good this morning. I've been cutting back a lot on the number of sweets and like baked goods that I've been eating. And I can tell a big difference in just how I feel, kind of my alertness. You know, all the things that you read about and you know will help you if you cut back on stuff like that. I'm experiencing, so I'm really thankful for that. Don't feel as bloated. Um, feel like my, I just feel better all around. So, really trying to watch that. And have d the cravings for sweets are starting to like lessen day by day. The further I get away from eating uh, so much of it, which is a challenge going into the holidays, where I know there's gonna be all kinds of cookies and pies and cakes and candy, and especially at work, different vendors send gift baskets and there's just stuff everywhere so I'm gonna try to be really cautious and not overdo it or get back into that habit of just eating so much and my teeth have been kind of hurting a little bit lately and I know I've probably got some cavities and I definitely need to go to the dentist but also want to just take it easy on the sweets um, so a couple things let's see I've got uh, we've just got some busy times coming up man I'm driving to work and the traffic is back way up I don't know what the deal is maybe I'm just hitting it at the wrong time but I go through a school zone on a highway so it only goes down to 45 but it's still there's a school zone in a red light kind of all right at the same time and it can back things up so um, Chad is actually headed out of town today tonight there he's going with a friend to a Willie Nelson concert in Arkansas so that's fun he's wanted to see Willie Nelson for years and he was playing in Bossier which is just about an hour and a half away on Saturday night but uh, we've got a wedding on Saturday and he's like officiating it so he's got to be there and uh, <laughs> obviously so but whenever all this came about one of his friends was like well let's just go to the Arkansas show on Thursday so they are doing that tonight so I'm really happy for him and then he'll be back in the morning. So me and Emma are going to take it easy tonight. Last night we started watching The Resurrection of Jake the Snake on Netflix. Just a documentary about Jake the Snake, former professional wrestler. And I don't know anything about wrestling. Not into wrestling. But I love documentaries. And it's really interesting and pretty sad. And I there's a 30, 30 for 30 not long ago podcast about another kind of thing a wrestler who uh, he actually died so it wasn't about his comeback story but just about how they live you know these hard fast kind of crazy lives while they're 
in this wrestling, and these are like wrestlers from the 80s, like 80s, early 90s, and then they just kind of tend to crash and burn after that. So it's really pretty interesting. I'm, I, I think I've got about 45 minutes left, so tonight me and Emma will find out what happens to Jake the Snake. Um, also going to start getting my list going and get everything planned out for the 50K. I'm just afraid if I put that off much longer that things are going to start getting so crazy and I'm going to not have the time and attention to really focus on it. So I'm going to try to get that done tonight, get that hammered out, so that way I know, okay, when I'm things are busy and kind of traveling in and out, I can just look at the list, get packed, and be ready to go. So that's the plan for today. I might check back in tonight when I'm going through the list, and um, I don't know. It might be interesting. So I will check back in later. All right, Meredith here. It's actually Friday morning now. It's about 6.40, and I am about to eat some breakfast. I got done with a workout at Octane this morning. It was a really good workout. It was, I think, like four or five different stations that uh, the workout was. You do 60 seconds of work at one station, rest for 15 seconds, then move to the next. And so we did four total rounds of that. So all, 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 all told, working for about, I think it was like 30 minutes maybe. Uh, but it just felt really good to be moving for that long, doing stuff and not uh, be running. <laughs> like get the heart rate up, but be doing, I think the workouts were like sit-ups, planks, rowing, ball slams air squats, and that might have been it, but overall felt really good, ran down there, ran home, took Emma for a walk, now I'm about to get uh, some breakfast, get Emma a treat, hear her little feet clacking around, um, but last night I did write down my Big Dog 50K packing list, so I thought I'd go over that and get Emma a treat real quick, there you go, uh, so went over that packing list, I also finished up Jake the Snake, or the resurrection of Jake the Snake on Netflix, and my gosh, that movie uh, documentary—it was pretty good. And I shed a few tears at the end, and by shedding a few tears, I mean not like just single tears rolling down. Like I was sobbing. I don't know why it touched me so much, but it really is a pretty like triumphant story. And it's hard to like him at the beginning. He's just—it's kind of a big crybaby, and obviously he's gone through a lot, but a lot of it was self-inflicted and. But he really uh, makes an effort to change, and there's trials and tribulations. And But overall, really good story. It, whether you like wrestling or not, like I don't like wrestling at all, but it was just a good uh, story of like triumph and kind of overcoming a lot of demons. So highly recommend it, Resurrection of Jake the Snake. But for the Big Dog 50K packing list, so this is what I've got. I wrote it down in a field notes notebook. I keep these with me uh, in my purse at all times. And I really like having a list going, so that way when I think of things here and there, I can just add to it. But I've got my base list down, so on one page I wrote what I'm going to wear the day of. So I'm planning to wear, I've got this Innovate hat, the short brim, that I think I'm going to start the race out in because I'm going to, I think we may need to start with a headlamp. Although, like right now, it's 6.40 and it's light outside, and the race starts at 7, so may not need a headlamp. Um, I'm going to bring that just in case, but that's a good hat just to start with. Uh, I'm going to plan to wear zoot shorts. The forecast is looking to be like on from Friday night into Saturday morning lows in like 45 and then highs in the mid-60s. So I'm planning to wear shorts. Um, I'm going to wear my trail shoes. 
Uh, some gray socks that I have that I really like. I'm going to wear a base shirt, either my Mind Over Matter run shirt or my Innovate base layer shirt. I'm going to wear a Brooks long sleeve run shirt and a quarter zip, uh, just kind of outer layer. And then the great thing is I'll have my pack with me, so if I need to shed the outer layer or the Brooks layer, I can just do that and put it in the bag. And then wear a Timex watch. I'm not going to wear my Garmin um, because... I just, I don't really want to worry about pace or anything. I'm just going to go by time, try to do each loop in a certain amount of time, try to do the first two loops under two hours each, and then the last loop under three hours. So I think I'll just be better not seeing my pace because I know it's going to be slow and that I feel like mentally will mess me up, so I'm just going to wear my watch. So on to the packing list of just kind of miscellaneous stuff, I'm going to bring a folding chair um, to set up in the transition area. Uh, I'm going to bring some gallon drop bags, so just like a gallon Ziploc bag labeled with my name, bib number, and like drop bag one, drop bag two, and in there I'm going to have little cans of Pringles, a can of Red Bull, gels, uh, a little baggie of Sour Patch Kids and pretzels, a washcloth, and uh, a different hat to change into. That'll be my first drop bag, and I'll basically just replicate all that stuff except for the hat in a second drop bag because those are all things that I just crave when I'm running and I know go down easy they sit well with me so that's the plan for the drop bags uh, next up talk about what's gonna be in the pack all right so in my innovate race elite pack I'm gonna have uh, loaded up with my mighty uh, Spotify player my iPod loaded with some podcasts and earbuds. So my plan is to not start the race with it, just, you know, try to get as far into the race as I can without any music um, and only listen to it when I feel like I need to, just need that extra motivation. Um, because being on kind of the single track trails throughout the, the woods, you know, I really want to be able to hear, okay, someone coming up behind me, am I coming up to an aid station? Just kind of be more aware of my surroundings. So I'm going to try to go without music as long as I can. I'm going to bring my base tube with electrolyte salts. I got one little pocket in the pack that's perfect for putting uh, that base tube in. I'm going to carry four gels with me and then refill those at the aid station. I'm going to switch between the Goo Toasted Marshmallow, which is delicious, Goo Espresso Love, and the V Fuel Peach Cobbler. So that is quite a combination, but I like all of them. Um, I'm also going to keep a little pouch of pretzels and Sour Patch Kids, just a little snack-sized Ziploc bag. Um, and then I have my Nathan handheld water bottle. So I'm going to have all those kind of, all those things in the front pockets and then keep the back pouch open for if I need to take off a outer layer. If I'm, I don't think I'm going to be starting with the headlamp, but when it gets light, put that in there. Um, but I have that back part free just to put stuff in. Um, the good thing about this is I think there's aid stations like every three miles. So, you know, I, I don't, don't think I'll be worried too much about running out of anything. You know, I'm kind of, this will be good prep for the Azalea Trail, which is a 27-mile race I'm doing in early January. And I think that's pretty much self-supported. Like, point to point, you go, you, it's not loops. You're, there's not really people out along the trail. There's aid stations they have set up that I think are just stocked and left. So it's just kind of self-serve when you come to it. If there's stuff there, you grab it. This would be really different because there's, a multiple amount of races going on that day. 
which I'll talk about that too. So there's going to be a lot of people out on the course. There's going to be several aid stations. So all in all, it should be pretty fun. I'm not worried about like running out of supplies and then I can always, uh, I want to have enough with me that I don't need stuff from the aid station, but can grab stuff from the aid station if I want it or feel like I need a little boost. But one thing I'm really excited about, and that's kind of a, not a pet peeve because this happens in most races, but like at the Cotland Marathon, I would think I was looking at the uh, the numbers and say like 400 people did it. Literally like 320 did the half marathon and like 70 did the marathon. So when you start out at the same time, you are running alongside people who are literally doing half the, uh, I'm just not saying literally, I sound like Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec, but you are running alongside people who are doing half the distance as you. So their pacing is going to be very different, obviously. So with this race, the Big Dog 50K, the 50K starts, I think there's a 50K, a 20-miler, a 10-miler, and a 5-miler. And the 50K starts first. And I want to say everything else starts at least 30 minutes, if not an hour later. So everyone's kind of doing their own race with their own group of people going, you know, at kind of similar paces. So I think that'll be really good and encouraging. And then you know, later on in the race, you'll have kind of fresh people that you're seeing and that are probably going to be passing me and uh, just because they're doing shorter, faster stuff. But I'll kind of know, okay, this is the group of people who are doing the 50K. And I don't think it's going to be a very big group. Um, so all in all, I'm just super excited about it. I've got just crazy busy few days coming up. Emma, are you excited about the race? Got a crazy busy week coming up. And so I'm trying to do as much as I can now to prep and get ready. Uh, and I'm feeling good about that. So about to get Emma another treat. She's begging. And then I'm going to get breakfast and get started with the day. Dun, 